0: Hey everybody, we're here for a new episode of It's Across the
1: Pondcast with Dave. And Abby. All right guys, so today's episode is about the history of, I'm going to say undergarments because I think using the word lingerie, lingerie has a more um, special undertone. And I think like in this at one... It does have It does. So, but actually on that note, so are lingerie and negligee the same thing?
0: I don't know. I am the wrong person to ask
1: about this. Uh, I think it must be. I, I guess. Side note: I had no idea. But did you know that Walmart sells lingerie? Uh, yes. I, Walmart sells
0: everything.
1: I assume like you get lingerie at, like a specialty store. I didn't think like you know. I didn't think like lingerie is something you can just buy a, a box for. I figured that like, it was more like it was more like of a you know like it's a Victoria's Secret or kind of like a. Clothing store independent thing, but I'm like, Oh, I was, the other day I was, I was buying, uh, I was in Walmart just shopping for groceries, getting food. And the, and at my Walmart, the clothes, the women's clothes, but up against the cl- grocery. I'm like, Oh, that's a sheer outfit thing. That's lingerie. What is that doing here? next to the bread? It was like, it was I also very, I also blushed because it's just a very awkward. I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I just don't know why this is right here, but I know that now. Good. Um but yeah, guys. So um history of underwear, is today's topic. Um we did a couple episodes a while ago, we did an episode on the well, history of was, my
0: topic, this was his.
1: It was mine because I Actually like she
0: superheroes. She, we kind of got mixed up, I think. <laughs> we do.
1: I like fashion history because I think this is fascinating to see how fashion evolved and it's, it's cyclical. It really is. And you'll see it with this episode here. It's basically we've come come basically come like full circle. From like, one way to the other way except of courses courses are, are kind of still out but they're still they're here they're here but not here it we'll, we'll get there anyways guys we did an episode similar about the history of the swims history of swimsuit's not not too long ago it's very fantastic we did a fantastic title for that one what was it what was the title what was it called our swimsuit episode let's see hold on i can find I feel it like we should because we, we did it but I am blanking. It's been been a while. It's been a hot second to record that episode. We did that episode in, like the fall, so like that was a while ago.
0: Yeah.
1: A um. Let me see. So yeah. Um. Hmm. Loading. 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 It's fun times. Oh, don't play. Don't play. Oh, Okay. then I cross over and have like,
0: like
1: Yeah. Yep, this guy kind of called episode 12 is plunging plunging necklines and tan lines, guys. That was the episode. So oh, okay. go back in the, go back in the arc and listen to that one if you haven't listened to it before because it's is my favorite episode we ever did. Cause it just It was it,
0: a lot of fun.
1: It was. Because for fashion, fashion history for me, it's just so fascinating because I'm like, what's going on here? I'm very much fat, fa- right? I'm very fashion senseless and all about like comfortability, and much of fashion is not a comfortability at all. All right, so <laughs> let's start the beginning, guys. So, back in ancient history, um, obviously, you know, and for record, guys, this, this is this is basically mostly pertaining to girls' underwear because guys' underwear is not very exciting at all. There's just not a whole lot of exciting history there. So this, this is the girl, the girl. So, girls have always had, um, Put this plot we girls have always had their anatomy, they've had those curves. So things have had to be dealt with. So, all right, so ancient times, guys, the women used to wear tight bands and cloths to bind their breasts because they didn't want them, you know, bouncing around. Makes sense to me. I don't have them, I don't know, but I would assume that it's probably uncomfortable to what?
0: It is uncomfortable. It kind of hurts.
1: Yeah, right. So so they basically it was all about basically buying it up so it didn't things didn't move. I get that. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, I've done it for shows. Um I've had to play uh guys in shows and you just tie like ace bandages around your chest and it sucks everything in and it it, it it's it's a bit sore afterwards. Yeah, does it
1: hurt to pre- compress it in? It does hurt I'm assuming it does hurt after a while. I mean Kind of, yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's worth it for the seizure.
1: Of course. Although, for women back then, they were doing it every single day because they just had to do it because they didn't have any other choice, you know. The old okay K women, they were like, I can't have my stuff that's falling out, i keep it in. Because otherwise I not want to attract the other un- 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 other unruly men to look at me, can't have that. No, nope, don't want that. Gotta yeah. keep things, you know, although I'm sure, back in the early society, probably, probably was not monogamous, I'm having no imagine, so it probably wasn't big of an issue. But. See, it refers to like ancient Rome and Greece did this. Although I think at some point they also developed togas and stuff like that. So at some juncture, like, well, I, I'm assuming women played sports too, and so for sports, especially, you don't want things to be bouncing around. Although the men, there's Olympics was done with, was done in the nude for men, which yeah,
0: I did know that. Also, since um, like- I'm thinking of just like everyday tasks that they would have had to do. It would have
1: been more convenient to just have everything bound up and out of the way. Yeah, I imagine so. I imagine so now in our movies we see about ancient times never they never bind anything up. They they like to flaunt it. But that's because it's Hollywood, and Hollywood needs to have sex to sell. So, guys, don't take Hollywood movies by ancient Rome for gospel because clearly they're not. You know, there were orgies, guys, but not like you know. It's fine. It's whatever. Um, <laughs> Tangent, tangent, tangent! Alert. All right. This is this
0: is going to be our risque episode,
1: isn't it? It probably is going to get that way. Although, remember, before we couple weeks ago, want to talk about the first. I read, read my first sex scene in the book. That might yes. that might be our most risque episode ever, because like that. But I digress. All right, guys. So that's our very first instances of like underwear being used there. Um, so later on, they develop what's called a uh, chemie, chemie, is chemie, which is like a loose undergarment. So, like, just kind of like our, I picture that as kind of like, well, I probably used the wrong word here. I picture it as kind of like a, a small report form of bloomers, but I'm probably wrong in how I define that, but it's fine. Um, it's, I think it's more like
0: a, a shift. like a
1: very loose, uh, light dress. Okay, that, that yeah. That goes
0: under everything. Else.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So so now guys, you know, it was, they went from being form-fitting to let's just have things covered up, but be comfortable about it. Okay, now, it's gonna change again, guys. And by the 16th century, we have corsets. Yay, corsets, because oh. corset song is such a great idea. Yay. Right. I've,
0: I've also worn these on stage, and I can say that they are extremely um, uncomfortable. But they do make your figure look really nice. It's just it's it's depending on how small you want your waist to look. You can bind them really tight, and that gets really difficult to breathe in sometimes.
1: I remember the scene from *Pirates of the Caribbean* where she can't breathe with her corset. Yes. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. also really hard to sit down. Really. Um, You're you're forced to, just, your posture
1: is straight because the corset is holding you up. Huh. Interesting. When
0: you sit down, you're just, like,
1: stuck straight up. So, in regards to courses, guys, back in the 1700s in France, the French court ritual was, it was called, it's called T-O-I-L-E-T-T-E, which to me was like toilette, maybe, I don't know. Um anyways, this was where public used to watch people undress and I don't understand. Like I I know like when rurals got married, people would actually watch them get in the marriage bed before they had sex. There were curtains so you couldn't see what's happening, but they watched you get in there. Right. But the act of watching people get undressed, like what is the what what is that? I just sounds like a very early strip club. And non sexual connotation. Yeah. I mean I don't know. That just I'm like I don't understand that. But again, it's the French, and they have some very interesting rituals, I suppose.
0: Yeah,
1: that's the French. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So now, guys, courses was for quite a while, actually. So up into like the 1850s. The hourglass figure comic kind of as like, I mentioned, course course creates an hourglass figure that was still very, very popular. And like, there were types of there were types of course different types of courses as I read as well. Like some of them made like um. Some of them would really cinch, cinch your hip, cinch, cinch, cinch? Yeah. Cinch your hips, basically yeah. not hardly anything. Your waist, yeah. And, like, some, pictures, some of the pictures I saw were, like, oh, my God, like, how did she freaking breathe?
0: They, exactly. And they, they can be extremely unhealthy because they squeeze all of your organs together. And um, I think you can end up with a lot of, like, stomach trouble and, of course, breathing issues because everything is just mushed together to create that
1: lovely hourglass figure. Yes, well, it was invented by a man. What do corsets do They give women very nice bust lines? So I'm assuming there was there was there was, much, there was a very much a male gaze reason to the corset. I'm very sure of that. I'm sure nothing. I'm sure no part of a corset that the woman actually want, but they had it you know they did it because it's how you track the mate. Like oh you know here's my voluptuous bosom, please marry me. I imagine it's how conversations probably went. Yeah, I've got it.
0: They were very um, in tune with fashion as well, and it was um, almost like a symbol of status and how well you dressed. I mean, it still is.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I um. Yeah. I just think for it's just like I don't get it. It's fine. But yeah, yeah of course, to see like as a real.
0: I really like um, not necessarily just this time in fashion, but I do really like fashion. And so the next thing in the 1860s, hoop skirts came around and I love hoop skirts.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we end up getting those very big, those civil antebellum civil war dresses, kind of like that's what we're going to now. They're big, just lots of space. Um, so now courses are gone. The courses aren't really there anymore, right? Or they still like,
0: they're there. They're incorporated in the bodice. Okay. The, so you still have a small waist and then you have a huge hoop skirt.
1: But is the corset as severe as it was before, though? I, I feel like maybe they weren't as severe restricting it as they were before. They
0: weren't as severe and they were more made into the bodice than just being like
1: an under under thing. Okay. So it's more like a, it was a unibody type of thing. It was basically built into the dress itself. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Um, but yeah, so hoop skirts, they, they're, they're like crenolines and petticoats and they go underneath the over skirt of the dress. Mm-hmm. yeah. They make it hoop out. They're yeah. basically like tents.
1: <laughs> they really and are. You,
0: you also can't sit down in them.
1: No, no, you definitely cannot. And if you probably fall over, you probably can't get back up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but they do look.
0: somebody sees your bloomers.
1: Oh no! Perish the thought. Perish the thought. Yeah, I do like that time period dresses though, because they are just so ornate. It's just, I mean, it, it's, it is the penultimate example of fashion over function. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, they were gorgeous outfits, but
0: like bustles. Mm-hmm. There's just there's no point.
1: <laughs> So, but so we go, so we go from there, guys, to bloomers. It's come about in the, in the end of, in the nineteenth century, 1890 we get bloomers, which are basically like, I don't know, what would you, what would you call bloomers? Just like fluffy PJs. Kind of, um, I wouldn't say fluffy.
0: They're, they're
1: like, um, they're about, they're about coverage. We're with like it. Short
0: really shorts, I would say. Although they're a little longer than shorts. I think they
1: go, I mean, they can go past your knee. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, now that's our bloomers are here now, but at the same time, somebody decides to invent what's called a battery powered corset, okay? <laughs> and it is designed to strengthen your organs and develop your chest and a weak back. Um, that's just Right. It does not sound good at all, and um, but yeah. So we have bloomers now, which are meant to kind of like keep, you know, keep things from being. If you fall over, nobody's gonna see. Like you know, you're covered up. But corsets are also still around still, and they are still about em- em- emphasizing your cleavage and minimizing your waste. So we're still about that hourglass figure. Um, but finally, in the 1900s, we get what's called a breath, I guess brassier, is that how you'd say it. Brazier. Yeah, brazier with the. Okay. And that replaces the corset. So the corset c- c- finally kind of disappeared now after like 300 years on top. And we have a brazier, which is, which, from what I understand, it's, it's still like. It still emphasizes your cleavage, but not to the severity as what a corset did. Is that right? Um, yeah. Relatively. So was it? I mean, like, did it cover your whole like your whole uh, torso, or was it just kind of like a top half thing? Because it's not um, it, it's not a bra. I think of a bra now. That's invented a little later. We'll discuss it next. But like, so the brassiere Brazier is like a. Well, the older ones are more. they they're kind of like
0: corsets in the fact that they're longer. Mm-hmm. but as they evolve more and more,
1: they just become lighter and more like the bra. Okay. Which the bra was created actually by a woman for once. We have a fashion inspiration by a woman. She actually took, funny thing, she took two handkerchiefs and tied them together. And that was the first bra. So, <laughs> so not a whole, not a whole it lot. Of, yeah. I mean, it's clever. It's not a whole lot of support, but it, I'm sure it got the job done. But um, yeah. So also 1910 guys, um. So both men and women both wore closed crotch drawers at the time. So you really can. So men and women basically wore a very similar undergarments, except for off the course department didn't wear that. But this time, finally, they decide that women are going to have open underwear. Now it's it's going to be kind of like what you imagine, like. Like a, like a nightgown it's gonna be open now so because they want a difference between men and women men and women's underwear now and also it's apparently as part was to lead to sexual availability because apparently if a woman's got if a woman's got like pant legs on she's not sexually available she has to be open apparently for that I I don't understand that at all I old fashion. Yeah. Old fashion. yeah 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 <laughs> and then um funny thing about that is in line with that is sheer nightgowns. Were meant to say that you had money, so. <laughs> well, that
0: makes sense. I mean, they're all like expensive
1: nowadays too. I think. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, I imagine I don't shop for anything like I don't. Obviously, I don't shop for nightgowns, but I imagine they are. I've seen the Victoria's Secret catalogs; and those are all very expensive. So I'm assuming that it's all in that realm of price range. Um, but yeah, and I, I'm just like. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, people were having sex before you had open crotch drawers, so I'm I'm very sure that, like, the fact that a woman had pant legs did not say to, to a man, oh, I'm sorry, but I like you, but I won't sleep with you because my pant legs are closed. I don't. And also, the sheer nightgown thing, like, it's, it's assuming you have money. but like, who besides your significant other is going to see you in your nightgown? So who's going to know that you have, you know, like, it's, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know.
0: I've never understood
1: it. it doesn't make any sense. Nothing whatsoever, but I digress. Um, yeah, so we get, to, we get to 1920s now, and we're going to get into um, the era of the flappers. This is the Jazz Age. Ooh. Yep, it's all about slim and sleek and a boyish look, and that's trans- translated into women's underwear. So, slips, they were very much they looked very much like it was very much about minimalizing the body. It's about looking boyish look. Um also about using less cloth as well. And because so basically all slip was is just a nightgown. It's just like a very light, light material and goes over your covers you up to your, probably about your knees. So now, now you can't you can't have like blow, you can't see skin blow, it's it's bad. So <laughs> stockings become a thing it's for modesty. So you gotta wear stocking with your with your nightgowns, so people can't see any kind of leg. Um, though sometimes you see a knee, which is very scandalous, like, oh my god, I saw a knee. Oh. Gasp. Gasp is a knee. I'm slowly turned on right now. I saw your knee. I mean, I just, I, just, I, I don't imagine, it. like, if you hit a guy the 1920s and like, bring him into modern day, see what people wear now, he'd probably die yeah, of fright. They,
0: they would. They would just
1: have a heart attack. Like, what is going on? Like, what happened to people? Like, it's just like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, also what came about this time is also what's called cami knicker, which is a sheer one piece. Um, again meant to, meant to slim things down. Yeah. And so apparently, they still exist today, and they're called what are they called? Hold on, we'll get to it later. But they're called teddies. They also exist today. Oh, they're, okay. call, they're called teddies. So a cami knicker. Totally yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um. Right. <laughs> Um, so guys, so remember now, so now we have these, we have these open out, al- open underwear because we want women to seem like they're available. Okay. So now the thirties happen and the thirties, they're like, Oh no, we can't do that anymore. So they put open cross drawers back up on growth. Like, Nope. Sorry. No, just the I got to cover it all up. We can't have nothing We don't want to see any kind of openness, nothing. we just got to, it's just bad. We can't have like sex is bad. We don't want this to happen. Like, Nope, just cover it up. Nobody can see except for your husband. This is how it is. Um, and so I just, I love how within like 30 years we t- do a complete 360 on fashion. <laughs> it's just, oh my God. It's why I'm a fashion so much because it just makes so like, what are they thinking? Right. And, okay. and actually the 30s I too, they, really they must've been also guys in the 30s. Again, uh, Clothes become more feminine again. So it, they don't really want that boyish look anymore. It's back to being like, let's show, we want you to look like a woman? We don't want you to look like a boy on the street. Why you to look like an actual woman? Show off your waistline. Right. Which is ironic. So they want you to close up your close you up drawers so they can't see your legs. But then they want you to look more feminine. So those go against each other, right? It's just like we want you, we don't want you to be sexually available, but we want you to look like a woman so they can stare at you. Men, it's always men.
0: It's the
1: patriarchy. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> also in the thirties, guys, um, a full support bra is created. So, remember told you we were, the first force bra was handkerchiefs with, with a string. Now we're getting actual like cups, like there's things to hold your ladies together. Um,
0: Good. Thank goodness.
1: I'm right. Glad that, that, that happened. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm actually not. Like, I
0: wish things had never been created and we could just walk about as we are.
1: Wait. But I think
0: that'll probably come later with the hippies.
1: Yeah, well, we'll get there. Um, So, um, the 40s, guys. We now have a war going on. So, materials are at a... um, There's a lack of material. And so... (laughs) I love this part. Actually there's some photos of it to see what they look like. Women used to paint uh, stocking lines on their legs, like they were wearing stockings, because they couldn't
0: yes. I think this was um, this was gonna be about the war time and because of course all efforts were going into the war. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and people were not they didn't have a lot of money. So to make themselves still seem proper, they would do that.
1: Yeah, it's actually really cool time look at any photos of it guys, it's really cool to see how they did it. And it they really it looks very real I mean, you know you have you have body paint now. I'm assuming you have seen, you've seen body paint outfits before, have you? Yeah. yeah. Basically it's just, it's just basically very early body, very early and very modest body paint.
0: Yeah. I actually um I was walking down the street in possibly Germany. It was somewhere, and I saw a girl with um that tattooed
1: on the back of her leg to make it look like she was wearing stockings. It Re- took me a minute. To know really? It was, but it's really, really a really cool tattoo idea. That is really cool. That is really cool. Wow. Um. Yeah. So also, guys, do war time. So, um, military women they wore corsets, um, but they actually had course They actually had pockets built into their corsets because often women take their jackets off because you know. But so they built pockets in their corsets. It's very. Very utilitarian, I suppose. Like, you know, with we'll a pocket for your corset. Like, you know, it's kind of fun fun fact for you. Um
0: everything should have
1: pockets. Right, right. Girls' pockets. You guys got you guys got screwed on pockets in your clothes. Pockets aren't worth they a darn. Really, really yeah, yeah. It's really it's really sad. Really sad. Um so also a couple more things that happened in the forties. Um <laughs> in the forties they create um they create what's called a pedig it's Petticoat or girdle, which was basically it was basically to combine a corset with a bra, essentially. What it was is like it was like so it's like a whole torso thing that women, women could wear. Um, actually, invented by Christian Christ, Christian Dior, which we all know Dior now is a very big fashion brand. Um, yeah, um. I guess it was it's it's, it's still a corset but it was less, restrict, less restrictive it wasn't as tight as like old corsets were it was like kept things tight
0: yeah, I really I really thought petticoats and girdles were more like um the
1: bottom half of slips so that would go around your waist rather than up top Oh maybe I'm oh you know what I think you're right I think I just combine my notes here maybe looks petticoat and bras maybe you're right uh oh
0: yeah i know petticoats um because you used to wear them under bigger
1: dresses a petticoat is yeah it's like a underskirt
0: but you can have like you can have a top attached to it so maybe that's what
1: it is i think that's what it is i think it was like a it was like a you know you, you know body outfit I think is what it was supposed to be yeah, yeah. that seems more sense now i think about it Alright, um, yeah, um, also in the 40s, guys, in 44, we had the first mention of a bra size. Blue. Right? I mean, I don't know. I've. Is it awkward to get your get your bra size measured? Is it awkward for you to, like, have some person, f- like, fill you up to do that?
0: Um, there, well, obviously, it's better to wear the right size bra. It can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and and having worked in the theater with costumes actually measuring people it's not really that awkward no I would say but for somebody who's never like been around that kind of environment it might be
1: but like yeah I'm, yeah I don't know I don't know I, I don't really know how it works like I don't know so like, I don't know how you even measure that the items that go into a bra size
0: around- like, yeah, it's so like
1: when you get you know, sized, like are you still covered up? Like they don't like you're not know, like out in the open with the person measuring yeah, you, are you?
0: Yeah, no. Um, you're you're still covered up.
1: Okay, Uh right, So it's less awkward then. That's fair. It is,
0: yeah, not like naked or anything.
1: You have clothes on. It's fine. Oh, okay. See, for some reason, I, I thought that you were just like, you know, you were out in the open, which means it's girl with girl. I guess it's not big of a deal. But I mean, I yeah, okay. That that makes it less. Awkward experience, then. Um, (laughs) Right? I am blushing, guys, just to let you know. (laughs) Totally blushing. It's really funny. It's fine. It's totally fine. Some more 40s creations. In 46, we get the first underwire bra. because So, courses are gone now, so we have to have cleavage. So, we'll put underwire so you can get lift. So, you can let your girls, you know, say hello on the street. Although... Really, 40s fashion was basically all buttoned up, so you wouldn't have seen it really anyways, really.
0: No, but
1: it makes them sit a little higher. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um also guys, um strapless bras make an appearance in the forties as well. So in forty six, strapless bras come a thing and yeah, I I can't imagine those being very comfortable either. I think those are much more fat. You don't want straps to show up in like a strapless dress. You wear that kind of bra. But I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't probably doesn't hold very well.
0: That's that's what they were probably created for. That's the only time I ever wear them is when I'm wearing a strapless dress or a dress with like really thin straps that it looks better to not show straps. But they, um, in in my opinion, they don't work very well. You have to find the right one. I prefer. I go really old fashioned on this. I prefer bandeaus, which are basically just like wraps.
1: But those compress those compressed so, though.
0: A little bit, yeah. They can be lighter and they don't have to like be too tight.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so more bra inventions, guys, because this is what the 40s were all about. In forty nine, they create the adhesive bra as well as the front hook bra. Which, front hook bra sounds like a good idea. I feel like it's less awkward to be able to put your bra hook up up in front of you as opposed to behind you. Like, I don't know how girls do it on a daily basis. Like, that would just be a pain in the ass to put put your arms behind your back. We've been doing it for,
0: like, well, I don't know, since we started wearing bras. So we get used to unhooking them behind our backs. The front ones are nice.
1: Yeah. I can't get my arms behind I want. If I was a girl, I'm so inflexible. My arm back there, I can I not hook it up. I wouldn't be able to get back to hook it up, though. I wouldn't be able to do it. So it's a good thing I'm not a girl, because I'd be oh, screwed. I
0: can, I can reach behind my back and, like, grab my other hand. I'm really flexible, so it's not a problem for me. Yeah, I can't but. do
1: that. But it's fine. I don't have boobs. So we're good. I don't wear bras. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. So, guys, now we're in the 50s, and in the 50s, they was create what's called bullet bras. You've seen them, guys, in the movie where, where, where the bras are like po- pointed. Those are bullet bras. Um, they're I, really um,
0: interesting.
1: They are. I'm not sure the point, besides basically making them more revealing, I suppose, in a sense that you can see I it, it they're there. Under clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Also, this is very really fascinating. Bra enhancers exist, too. So... so <laughs> honestly if you wanted to look like you had a bigger bra size you did make things so you could do that i mean girls still do it today i'm assuming um but like it started back in the 50s so <laughs> it's just another fun it's been going on for a while. yeah yes it has um so also in the 50s guys why is my screen not there it goes we had Corselets created to be worn under nightgowns for breast enhancement. Um, so it's like a. I suppose if you're
0: trying to impress somebody.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, so a nightgown is. It is revealing to a point, but if you can lift them up a little more, they'll look even more. Yeah, I get it. It's a very. It serves a purpose. It's a very intimate thing. It's not, you know, you, sure, why not? I. Yeah, I, you know, it's fine. I mean, I, it, I feel
0: like it would be really uncomfortable to sleep
1: in. Well, my guess is you don't sleep in it. My guess is you put it on for a f- special night. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's meant to it's meant, it make more sense. Meant to, meant to, meant to, meant to be yeah. taken off. <laughs> yeah, um, which I, I don't
0: understand the
1: point. Well, I mean, yeah, I, as a guy, I can understand the point. But at the same time, as somebody who respects women immensely, I can see why you would not want to do it. I'm like, I don't really care either way. Because, like, in the end, we really want to undress you. So what the hell does it matter what you're wearing before we undress you?
0: As a just, like, practically-minded person. um, And also somebody who lives out of, like, a couple of suitcases. It just seems like a really pointless... Piece of clothing
1: to own. It does. But I mean if you want to spice up your life, I get it. And you know it's there, you know, sure. Why not? Make your make your significant other happy. If it makes you happy, wear what you want. I mean, it's fine. It's just not for everybody, I suppose, right? Um, right. <laughs> so in the fifties guys, lingerie goes back to being glam. I like the word glam. That's the very nice way yeah. to put it. So yeah. Right, so yeah, yeah, pants are coming. So like the forties and thirties and forties is very much kind of like, you know, you had your underwear. It was still, it was still kind of, it was sexy in a very plain way. Now it gets to being sexy in a very sexy way. We're all about yeah. putting the sexy back in the bedroom, I suppose. I don't know. Better, I'm a, not, I'm not a jingle writer. And,
0: and showing it more, showing it off more. I feel like you see a lot of more of this advertised.
1: Mm-hmm. So, speaking of crazy inventions, in 52, they create the bra bag, which you inflate with a straw. <laughs> I, I, uh, that one just, I just, I can imagine some girl like inflate her bra with a straw in her mouth. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I, but it existed. Um, <laughs> so in 55, guys, this is the peak era of the pimp girl, like, um. Betty Grable and stuff, girls like that, Marilyn Monroe's popular here then too. The pinup model, you've seen, you've seen them, and they make lingerie become widely available and popular. Okay, it's lingerie is probably many women before it was probably you know it wasn't not probably a lot of women owned lingerie. Now it's becoming much more popular. Whereas like, you know your average woman probably had this one piece of lingerie in her, in her. Arsenal, I suppose. Arsenal, Clo- closet, whatever. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's just it's more popular. It's there. Um, Another <laughs> fun invention for you guys. It was called the secret friend. It was meant to create to increase your derriere, so you had a more full butt. It was called it's called secret friend. So it was like a little pill you put over your butt, and you wore clothes over that. Like a bustle. I. Yeah.
0: Kind of. I mean, vessels
1: were slightly different, but yeah. it was all about increasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, now we're going to head into the 60s, guys, which is a completely different era. Again, the 60s were all about embracing the feminine body. You don't want support. You want to put playfully girlish and frilly. So, like, there's things called No Underwear Underwear, which basically all it was just like a sheer piece of clothing you put over yourself. It's, it's called No Underwear Underwear that's what it was called. Um, yeah, so it's basically well, just
0: basically, just I guess that
1: makes sense then. I guess it basically all it was, was just a slip, you know, just something to cover you up so you weren't like out in the open, but you're still out in the open, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Um, but that was that was a decade of hippies and free love, so it makes sense. Um, now, the 70s guys, we, we go back to a sleeker, silky lace type of style, so we're kind of like we're kind of back in the 20s again, but only it's lacier and sexier we're you know it's it's again an era of free love still we're very much yeah. sexual revolution coming on now so like it's still very simple but it's sec it's sexualized so it's like it's simple but sexy um i don't know how else to put it um it's all about liberation but they still got these things called control panties which are supposed to help some your stomach down. they wore they wore a little higher in a Clicking your stomach a little bit, so it looked like you were standing anywhere. They weren't very they weren't super they weren't super restrictive, but they were just enough. I, I imagine it's kinda like how um pantyhose are now maybe. Are pantyhose kind of like that?
0: Well, pantyhose are like tights. Okay. I think I, you mean spanks.
1: Yes, spanks, that's the word. Gosh, there's so many clothing things that go up in being a girl. So glad I'm not a girl. I couldn't do it. Could not do it. Now we're in the '70s, and we have what's called. This is another really couple of silly inventions they made then too. It was, it was called the nipple bra. Okay, so what it was was a bra that had an artificial nipple built into it. So it's a like you were because apparently that you know, yeah, I suppose for for many boys, if a girl like it's you know, the terms called nipping. If you were nipping through your bra or your shirt, for some boys, it's a very Apparently it's exciting to see. So they decided to make a broad basically had an artificial nipple so you'd always be nipping around. Apparently, I don't that's just that's a bit ridiculous. I like I
0: like the nice the next thing a lot better. The uh that sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, so it had the sex this it had this best sex move for your birds for your zodiac sign. Which I don't didn't know that wasn't I didn't know there was a. I didn't know there was a favorite sex symbol for each sign. I don't know.
0: Oh, there's there's everything for each sign.
1: <laughs> apparently, so this is how you tell your tell your partner, "Hey, this is why I really like." Apparently, I I guess I don't know. Surprise! It's directions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it was the um the era of the first sports bra too, which is I'd say quite different.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I imagine the seventies—you are getting the Title nine happens in the seventies, so girls are doing sports more. Girls are competing in sports more officially, so they're like, you know what, like, we need to make something for girls. So they're not going to be bouncing around while they're playing sports. I mean, just it's common sense, yeah. you know. For you know, it's yeah, it definitely needed to happen. Um, so, in the seventies, guys, we had the creation of an institution for many, for many women, Victoria's Secret. Was founded in 77. And fun fact the owner, which is Victoria's Secret, which is a man, by the way, he said that he could not find sexy enough lingerie for his wife. And also, when he went to go buy it, he always felt awkward, like he shouldn't be there. So like he didn't belong in the lingerie se- section in the store. He's like, you know what? This is awkward. I can't find what I want. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make my own. So he made Victoria's Secret. And right? And in 81, he, quote, he, he um, made a quote. He said, when I tried to buy lingerie with my, for my wife, he recalls, I was faced with racks of terry cloth robes and ugly floral print nylon nightgowns, and I always had the feeling that the department store saleswoman thought I was an unwelcome intruder. And I will say, I've been to Target before with with friends and my sister. They've got me in there before, and I feel very awkward in there because I see girls like trying like, things. I'm like, like I just feel like I shouldn't be there. Like I just feel like I'm, I'm, I'm invading the personal space of a woman, and I just should not be in there. And I understand. It's like they're changing out in the open, obviously, but like, still, I just feel like this is not for my eyes, and I just get super awkward and blush, and it's very, very much an awkward situation for me, so.
0: My sister loves Victoria's Secret. I'm impartial, um, but I feel really awkward going in there, too. <laughs> it's
1: good to see that I'm not alone, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, they make quality op- products, I suppose. So I suppose that is a reason for why they are so popular and pricey, but I digress. So, guys, the 80s, okay, the 80s are just a bevy of just so many amazing. Awesome things. Yeah, exactly. And the 80s gave us, <laughs> as you mentioned before, the 80s gave us Teddies again, or called came- They came back in the style, but. <laughs> They were very different. Now they were very much very very tight, very very form fitting, and they were super super lacy because what the eighties love lace. The eighties was all about like glam. Eighties all about glam. So teddies come back and they come in, they come in bolder colors. Uh, they're more sultry. Um, thongs and body suits also come out of the eighties. So thongs weren't thing before the eighties, and there were body suits. Um, yeah. So the eighties are very much you know it's we are getting into the it's pushing this more sexy we want more sexy things since what the 80s did for us um i um tighter, I think, yes right all about tighter yeah leather is a big thing too But in the 80s leather is all about bi- yeah. leather which i don't like leather at all no not a leather person whatsoever
0: i don't
1: like real leather leather i can deal with i, I don't like anything because it's just it's too tight I don't like tight things on me. Um, I can't even wear longs. Sl- I am very much lucky I'm not a girl. I'd be like, you know, I don't, I mean, I'd, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, guys, now the 90s. Um, 90s continues the 80s trend. So, we talked about before, like the very, you know, very tight fitting, form fitting, like lazy things, the 90s is still very much just like that. Only a couple more things come out of the 90s, though. Um, Push up bras become more popular. Um. Yeah. Mhm. That doesn't surprise me. No. Also, exposed underwear was a thing in the nineties. So girls, girls, were, girls were intentionally letting like their panty lines show up, like they were visible, like they were above the panty lines were above the pant line.
0: Yeah, I think this is also because, um, so like the the hipster jeans, and I don't mean hipster as in uh, beanie wearing, right? Coffee drinking. Mm-hmm wearing
1: hipsters.
0: I mean, hipster as in like hips. Yes. Um, the jeans that were they rode low around your hips mm-hmm. instead of around your waist were more popular. Right. Leaving room
1: for underwear to show. Yes. Um, but pictures of like Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears—they all have their underwear showing in the pictures in the '90s. It was a thing. Handle
0: um, it.
1: Yes. Also, minimal layers. So layers are not a thing that the '90s people want to deal with. There are many cases where women just wore, like, a their bra with no shirt and a jacket as well. That was also a thing. Like, we're just going to have their bra. It's just fine. You know, it's just going to. Which, I mean, I imagine that would get cold after a while. But apparently it's fine. Probably. I don't know. Um. All right. So now um, in 95, we have the first Victoria's Secret fashion show. So, I'm
0: surprised that's so late. I would have thought that would have been a
1: bit earlier. I did too, but like so, so in the '50s, guys, we had pinup girls made lingerie more made lingerie more popular. And that in the '90s, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show made lingerie all the all the rage, right? I mean, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show is a huge deal. I mean, I'm sure many, many, many people watch it. It's co- every single year, they always get big musical acts performing it, and people talk about people who Victoria's Secret Angels who get to go on the show. It's a big deal. I think she said it once. I think last year it was Justin Timberlake, maybe. I don't know. It always changes. I yeah. I, it's always some big act or acts. They always do multiple acts. And one year, with Lady Gaga did it, I think. Um, I digress. Um, so, so guys, so we've been, over uh, the last, like, 30 years. Oh, well, no, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, okay? Lock- underwear is getting more and more risque, revealing. They want to show more things, okay? So, America, of course, we are a land of prudes. So, in two thousand and five, the Virginia State House tried to ban provocative displays of, of blow waist undergarments in stores. So they were like, "We don't think you should display this thong." Out, yeah, they like they didn't want that to be a thing. They were like this is, it's you know, it's going to give young minds the idea that they have to dress sexy. And I'm like. In a shop, you're still going to see it. Just because it's not on display doesn't make it any doesn't make it any less available to the public. Yeah. So I don't get it, but I don't. It never passed. It didn't happen. Um, but so 2000s though, guys, it's 2000s were nice because they they, they they bring sexy back. Both the old fashioned style lingerie, stockings, and corsets and spenders are all coming back. It's all about like the old fashioned like. Garter stuff, like which is, which is to me, I'm a fan of that old fashioned look. I like it. It's something about, for some something about like you know you're wearing more, but it's more enticing. I think I don't you know that's for me. It's
0: very
1: classy too. Right, it, it's a very classy but sexy look. And the two thousand brought that back. Um, now twenty tens brought <laughs> the athletes your undergarments. So a lot of times now a lot of girls are wearing. Like Sweater? Yeah, well, like it's a lot of girls now are wearing like they're wearing like boxer shorts for underwear now and like the wide band bras. Okay, yeah. So it's not it's not so much about like being it's not it's not really a, it's more form-fitting now is what it is. It's not really about showing cleavage anymore. It's basically you basically basically current current things up, but like they both nowadays nowadays we are all about we're trained towards body positivity underwear and diversity. So basically, if you want to show cleavage. Yeah. You can get cleavage if you want to, if you want to bind this up, you want to be comfortable, you can get the athleisure. Like basically, now, there's no preference anymore, it's whatever you like, you can wear. Which is what it should should be, you know, there shouldn't really be a, you know, you should wear wherever you want. That's where we're at now, so I think, I think we're in a good place fashion-wise now. I think we finally come to turn with the fact that people can wear wherever they want, and we should have all things available. And We shouldn't push a certain style on people because yeah, we there think. Are a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's our episode on history of underwear, guys. It was an episode of full blushing for me because I just like you know I don't know. Also, very interesting that's though. Lot, I learned a lot researching this episode too. It's like wow, and I'm just like this is crazy, but yeah. Um, so guys, if you want to um, talk to us about any kind of weird. You know, fashion habits you've seen recently. You can email us at it's across the podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at across podcast. You can Facebook us as it at it's across at across the podcast as well. Um yeah, so any kind of comments you guys might have. You might want to like tell me I might have I might have described certain fashion trend wrong. It's very possible. I'm very fashion senseless. So I could have missed the boat on that one. Um so please feel free to give us feedback. We'd love to hear it. And again, guys, our pocket. Podcasts can be found on iTunes, um, Anchor FM. You can find us on Stitcher app. You can find us on Radio Public. And please, guys, make sure to listen to us, subscribe to us, give us a review. Because the more reviews you give, the more people can find us and be like, hey, this is a pretty great, nerdy podcast. I want to listen to it so share it with my friends. Yeah, and
0: comment on everything you possibly can. Let us know what you want to hear us talking about um we've already had a recommendation so i'll be researching that for um well the near future
1: next time yeah Mm, yeah um so yeah guys so thanks for sticking with this was a long one today um but it was a lot to cover it was was a long one a lot to cover it's a very pun intended (laughs) very very clever very very clever all right guys so for dave and abby have a good one